Hello, I'm Nicky Buchanan. A few weeks ago we'd uh, done our first pitch battle, so we'll be having nine people all pitching against each other, and it's been fucking horrific to edit, because there's nine people all trying to talk over each other and me trying desperately to be funny. So now I'll be handing over to myself to introduce the first contestants. Well, all the contestants, really. <laughs> Welcome to First Time Films Pitch Battle. I'm fucking in charge. <laughs> 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 uh, I've not got a wee story in it, so we're just going right fucking into it. You sound Three very rounds. infused about what? it. What? You sound very infused. No, just in nervous as fuck. Stopping <laughs> um, All the people that listen to the show are in this room. <laughs> 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 uh, right, three rounds. Hello, Rob, Jane, a brilliant person. Ed, a stuttery person. Don't. McCann, the pervert. It's an absolute pleasure to be on. Captain Marvel. Was it? Me and Marvel. Was it Dave? I refused to talk about it. <laughs> I was just doing a review on it. See, <laughs> listen to that one. I didn't know this that. This is my problem with these podcasts. I like to McGann, speak up, please. Uh, I, was just saying, I was just saying the last time I was on, I was, I was very intrusive and interrupting, but it's not been broadcast <laughs> anyway. God, that's a different regime. I'm in charge now. Mate, I would, you I would like to call out the system the now, right at the start of the show, before it even starts, just to get that out there. There is no system. Who is Wiz? And Wiz not going to come on. Well, it's chaos under my roof. So do whatever you want. Anyway, what was your question again? Last film, you said. Uh, oh. <laughs> in cinema, or, or cinema or just in general? Johnny Depp. The film. Who's a cocaine dealer? Blow. Oh, grateful. <laughs> Fantastic. Good, really, really good. Would Penelope you... Cruz. Others. I haven't even heard of that. It's on Netflix. 2001 it came out. Brilliant film. Again, you're so funny. Hey, Steph, what's the last film you said? Mine was Vice. Was it? How was that? It was excellent. I heard McCann liked that and I thought he was a fucking hated it, man. See, I'm not. The one about Dick Cheney. Oh, that was brilliant. That is really good, though. See, even shape films. Christian Bale just makes them worth watching. It's weird seeing him as a fat bastard. See, like, I think Christian Bale's going to die the way young. Well, that's the old matter to move button to. Can, can we discuss that further? No, uh, I, I think Christian Bale's going to die young because uh, he puts himself under a lot of hardship, man. Yeah, he's getting fat as fuck. Getting thin as fuck. Yeah. Right, who else is the problem? Might make me the worst person on a film podcast, but when was the last time I was on no, the show? About uh, four weeks ago? Aye, I don't think I've watched a film in the show. I'm going to be honest with you, mate. This podcast has made me hate films, so it's alright. I said, if you watch How I Make a Mother, Oh, I, do. I, I don't get it much. I show ruined by its ending. Uh, 
Ali came out because it's like, that's disgusting. This is like, <laughs> this is like a pity podcast for me. Trust me, stay to me on the wrestling one. I went, right, we'll bring him out a bit, man. Aye, that's right. So, Rob, what about you? All of you been watching? Uh, the last you like time I saw the, ja- the Jackal. I've never heard of it. I'm not surprised I've not heard that from you. It's like, it's a 90s. Well, it's not even a fucking art house masterpiece. Isn't it? It's oh, a 90s Bruce Willis. He plays an assassin and uh, the guy with a pretty woman. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Yeah. He plays an IRA terrorist that has the, uh, the worst Irish accent. Well, at least three people pull it up. It's the best, well, it's the best and the worst Irish accent at the same time. Is it? Uh, you have to see the, the best one. Actually, I think I've seen that. Snatch. It's terrible. It's fucking awful. I'll go with Jackie Watson. Do you know what Mae McCann were in a place in Valencia in a movie came on the TV starring Vinnie Jones and Trish Stratus? None of the audio, but it looked okay. fucking amazing, man. Then the guy <laughs> gave us three patatas, three thrash, and trough weighted. <laughs> Do I tell Is it because of the patatas? Nah, can I tell the story, actually? Ah, you can tell the story. Hey, I don't know, Josh, I don't know. But if, but if, if you even, if you gloss over it in the slightest angle. Why is nobody asking you to film I'll watch? The first Scooby-Doo motion picture, I watched it all night Netflix. Hey, I watched last night, the night before I watched the second one. Ed, I double built Scooby-Doo and I'm getting flashed back. It's the worst use of Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo could have been used so much better. I watched Scrappy Doo in the second one. There's a bit that's hilarious, but I'm not going to go through the whole thing. The funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I obviously never understood the question because I had Scrappy Doo one last night. but Seem cool. Welcome to Johnny Depp films. No, but I'd already seen it. I thought you meant the last film I hadn't actually seen. Rachel, did you tell us Sorry for the confusion. Oh, <laughs> I got made to watch um, Lord of the Rings and Night of like watch like Orders of the Chinese Takeaway, you know. Did you? Yeah. How was it? What did you think? It was too l- The takeaway was right. <laughs> I thought it was good. <laughs> if it wasn't as long. <laughs> well, why did you watch? The first the one. The film. It's all three at once. I was wondering why. Three screens. This is so awkward. Right, Trump, what was your story about the potatoes? Oh, basically, so... Oh, we just got nailed the takeaway. Well, me... <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, I, I was so interested in no, what you had. Me and McCann were in this place getting potato... Eh, potato... I don't know. Oh, uh, you're looking... It's called potatoes bravas. It's called potatoes bravas. Well, looking for a late night scrum place, as you would... In Valencia, you're like, right, so, so the one place open, open, we went, I ordered Shambolic. chicken wings and the guy came out with uh, the frittatas as well. What? Like, we're great, this is what, great. What, what was it? Was it frittatas? <laughs> frittatas, 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 and we're like, guy, we'll play the bill and we're leaving. And the guy's like, picture, picture. I'm like, oh, he wants a photograph of us. This is great. Turns out he meant picture, picture is in shot. And I'm like, oh, not so good. So anyway, he pours like six shots of... Shots uh, is also yeah, gay. Jagger bastard. Yeah, six, six Jager. cat soup bowls. Yeah, six. Like, I, I think cat milk. I mean, like, uh, you had to like, get a straw. Yeah, it, was, it was an absolute three gulp shot. So <laughs> six, I hate uh, Jaeger. Right, I can't stand it. Alright, but the guy was being nice and offering it for free, so I thought I'll take the chance. As soon as I kicked the 
did the shot, I was like, I'm going to wait you. Right, so I'm trying to get out of this place now. <laughs> trying to get out of this place as fast as I can in the street, get down a wee tactical alley and just let it all go. Right? But this Spanish guy sucks me at the door and because out. It's a little o'clock on a Thursday night, so there's nobody out in the Wait, hold on. Who's an actor that's at three in the morning? No, like, it's, it's, no, no. it's probably half eleven. Right, so the guy. On a Thursday night. Which is Spanish. why I was disgusted at all the kebabs. On a, on a Thursday night, right? So there's nobody out. Valencia is for people with Valencia to go there. It's not a holiday place. It's no Magaluf. It was Valencia. So there's three guys in it. One's a taxi driver and two are like workies that have just finished. This guy in a high vis starts filming truffles with a picture of Mel Gibson as Braveheart <laughs> shouting. Balance! Balance! He's just shouting balance at me! Balance! Balance! I'm thinking I'm about to like spew all over you if you don't shut the fuck up. I don't even know what he's trying to say. He's just pointing at Mel Gibson. Balance! Balance! So I turn away from the guy just vomiting in the street. He's Mel Gibson. He's I was like, what the fuck does balance mean, you fucking idiot? And he was sick everywhere. It was just like, it was like exorcist The, the, the guy shouting balance was that affronted that he turned him out. <laughs> <laughs> right. right, now you've been introduced to everyone and how about a loud and abrasive pervert Conor McCann is. Conor McCann from Full Time Football, the terrible sister podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll be going on to the first pitch now, which will be Rob Jane versus Jack Higgins versus Conor McCann, and they'll be pitching a film about a psychic animal. So it'll be over to Jack first for his pitch. So you're following the story of Mira, which is a telepathic and psychic horse. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the laughter begins already, I'm not even fucking. Is that a communist expression? It's a psychic animal and a psychic animal based pitch. <laughs> So basically this horse is separated from the farm and family um, that it was raised, right? Right. Um, during like the Nazi raids on Jewish families in the war, during the war, okay? So basically this horse um, like, was basically set free and the, the Nazis managed to steal the, <laughs> managed to like, capture all the, the family and that. <laughs> so basically this... Um, Horse walks its way through like, the ranks. <laughs> walks its way through the ranks <laughs> as like. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Jack! Don't, don't listen to me. I think it sounds great. Keep going. Concentrate. Right. Walks its way through. It's a horse. uniform. I'm about to say, right, so it's been it's been captured by the Nazis, right. so it's, it's now working as a Nazi. He's only following orders. He's only following. Was it captured? So he's wearing the big. Was it captured? We'll have a special questions at the end, guys. Let's just let Jack. Look at Pages and pages of notes. Sorry, Jack. Please continue. Right. So the stable boy Marcus, who was uh, captured at the start, who obviously had built up some sort of relationship um, with the horse, um, and you're basically watching the story of Marcus being in this concentration camp through the visions that this horse is having. Right. And meanwhile, this horse is like working its way up, as I said, in like the SS ranks, <laughs> as in horse terms, basically, <laughs> because it eventually like finds its way to become like a personal steed to one of the commanders of like the camp. Right. So basically, it, by fate, it makes its way back to the camp where this boy Marcus has been held, and then. Um, with like the short and distance and stuff because I was saying like it's telepathic it manages to like feed this this, this escape plan basically right. to the boy Marcus and he manages to escape and at the end like there's a there's a oh, like an obviously grand scene where um, Mira will like disrupt something or like cause a scene and like demount all the guards and stuff and right. uh, like maybe take down like a gate or something so that most of the well, a lot of the, the camps the prisoners right. and stuff can get free but a lot of them are like killed and stuff in like the crossfire but right. like still manages to save loads of them including Marcus and then Mira gets shot at like at the end on the 
you know what I mean? So Aye. and it's like telepathic, so it's obviously throughout it you're kind of being tied to the boy through the horse. Aye. But then at the end it's like a nice gesture the because the it's a female voice. Who's gonna play Marcus? Uh, I'm not sure actually. Um, a small child. Okay. I would get like an unknown actor, like a kind of just like a really distinct looking unknown actor's the biggest boy. cop answer No, but there'd be a there'd be a big there'd be a big like female a big female part for the horse obviously for playing Mira boy. Obviously the voice Wow. Who <laughs> directing it? Directing it. Um, who directed Saving Private Ryan? Steven Spielberg. Don't talk about him, stuff and start fucking pissing his hands. Oh, he's still dying. Anyone getting to say about Jack Stanley? I had a question at the start. I forgot what it was because Nicky said you can't. Actually, see the boy in the horse. Uh, were they captured at the same time? Aye, so they were a they were a farm family in Poland. A farm family, like they were a farming family. They live <laughs> in a farm. He's got, he and he owns, owns, so, and he owns a horse. Boy, so he, he was captured by a family who has a horse. <laughs> so the very first scene would be like the ho- like him caring for the horse, and then the ho- the horse is able to like. So we don't know how they get the horse. Envision like they're, they're obviously the, the horse is able to envision like the Nazis coming. So he manages to escape. Oh, I'm forgetting. That was good, Jack. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much. Try to keep that as precise as possible. Mr. Rob. Let's fucking go. That was class, mate. I like that. Is that one I couldn't? I've got a party pistol both teams to score. I mean. And I'd just like to say, Psychic Animal, at first I was. Scunnered with that, I didn't know what to come up with, but I'm still scunnered with that. See, when I've seen that, I don't think that's the hardest one. But after the viewer actually started getting ideas, so right, I'm just going to batter through this idea, right? It's the only way I'm going to get through it, just let me go and go and go. There's a beginning and a middle and an end, it's very clear, I'll say that. You're on the head of the screen, you're ready. Right, so, psychic animal film, right? It's called The Mind Field. Right. Ten years ago, Savvy Jimmo, a well-loved quasi-national treasure, famous for his charity work and ostentatious dress sense, plus dodgy rumours of his sex life, is kicked into a coma by cows. He was presenting a show about methane gas, like something about the damage they're doing to the ozone layer with their farts or something, right? But when he's in a coma, people... Like, victims finally come out with accusations of abuse against them, which are valid. Are he becomes universally hated and his life support machine is mysteriously turned off in the middle of the night. A new organisation called The Movement takes credit. Right? <laughs> Title card, current day. Right, so the field where Jim will go kicked half to death Jimmel. becomes a protected site, right? Right. No officially or anything, just locals people who feel passionately about the good deed these cows have done. Over the years, a campsite is built, like hippies, like they all move in, a community's formed. Then a dispute starts and a local councillor arrives to get rid of the site. Like he just wants it all to go back to normal, like go back to normality. Then he is kicked to death. (laughs) (laughs) There's a theme emerging here. So, oh no. Right. So just <laughs> just when the hippies are about to pack up and go like out of respect for this council that's died, 
It's discovered that he, the counsellor had been keeping a guy from Essex locked up in his cellar against that guy's will and being doing weird things to him, like stuff that the, the, media would <laughs> the media don't even go into detail about it. It's that weird, right? Uh, or rumours start. So this makes the national news, <laughs> right? Weird. And the field where the cows actually becomes a protected, protected site, like officially. Yeah. Like the odd time the cows will kick somebody a absolute fuck <laughs> and every mean. time it's revealed that that person has done something like awful so it becomes uh, so it psychic even, cows is that taking you that long to find that that was about cows? And I, I was a bit confused as earlier. I know, okay. but, no, but, I, no, but this corner over here have, has the collective right, intelligence of the Savile, Savile so, Jimmy could have been right, something. Some, 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 it, it becomes <laughs> a place where even <coughs> it becomes a place used by the police <coughs> for big suspects. They like take. Suspects tear the, the field <laughs> like as a lie detector test, right? If the cows killed them, then they were probably like bad. Then a national newspaper proposes the royal family visits each member to be judged by the cows. It gains traction. <laughs> the public want it, right? Every single royal family member is beaten to death by the cows. <laughs> Even the younger ones, like the youngest age you can imagine the British public would lay before the cows to be judged. <laughs> lay before the cows. They get their brains stamped in just as much as the older ones. What's that? <laughs> Suddenly the mood shifts so like people start questioning the cows. They're like have these mad cows just got bloodlust or something? Like the taste for human blood, you know, like dogs that have to be put down. So we'll never know. Because a drone strike erupts and wipes out the whole field. And then the next day they announce a general election. The end. I quick point. Does the general election mean that the cows won some way in Parliament? No, it means the Parliament don't want the cows to judge them. Uh, the only way it sounded like the, the, the president had been killed in the new pope passed to go the methane gas will rise Wait, so you have something to say? I'm just a bit lost like how did how did this go semi javel Right. Like, I've <laughs> <laughs> just realised that was a reference to Jimmy Savage. Was he in the cows? Was he in the cows again? She just died, Rachel. She died because the cows. She died because the cows. Was that just a point to prove that the cows were this thing that could tell things? The cows get into the public consciousness through kicking Sammy Javel. Like, they don't quite kill him, they put him in a coma. And him going in a coma means that all his victims can actually come out and pop out against him. Right. And then people start thinking these cows might actually know you something. You should have called him Draco Matson. Is this been drawn inspiration for something else? I want to draw to take place again. Put me against a screenwriting champion. That's no fair. 
Right, he got into the head by default. The other one got kicked to death by cows. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, oh, let's have a let's have a psychic racehorse. Let's call it. Let's call it Mira. No way. I I don't know where I don't know where I get that inspiration for. Just sometimes greatness comes on me. Well, so this this horse isn't very good at what it does, but it does have the uncanny ability of foreseeing. Can I find if you want to chuck this? By the way, you don't feel like you need to do it. Uh, it can talk also. So what's the story? What's going to happen to it? We know it can talk. It wins its jockey a lot of money because it's obviously shit, but the jockeys get money on the person that's going to win. Is that no racist pipes? No, it's fucking clever, Nicky. Honestly, that's really clever. Then what happens? Uh, he, he sees it as a what's 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 the word I'm looking for? He gets recruited to the Nazis. No, he doesn't get. Truffle, see if you're not going to take that seriously. Just, <laughs> uh, he finds it unfulfilling Aye, being a, being a tainted, better jockey man. But uh, <laughs> so he trains himself up to be a good racehorse. Big finale. Wins the race, wins Cheltenham, goes That's cut. That's it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Well done. To go on that in five minutes. Right, right, so, right, so, uh, well, so, so when do you want me to do my Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't said that was a bit yet, Connor, come on. Aye. Aww. 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 <laughs> right, Nicky, make your judgement. Well, obviously Rob wins. So, Rob Jane wins that round, despite being at a very unfair advantage, being the lead, the head of the Screenwriting Society at Glasgow Uni. So next we'll be going on to the second pitch, which will be Ross McLeod from Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet versus Truffles, who were all hoping losies, and Luke McLaughlin. And this pitch will be pitching a movie based on a video game. On you go. Okay, so mine is based on Metroid, which is an old game. You'll know the character of Samus, who's the main character in it. Samus. Is that a gas like me? Samus. Samus, who features in Samus. Features famously in the Super Smash Brothers games, right? So she's a nice bounty hunter in space, alright? And in an era where we're needing more female representation on screen in superhero movies, and Captain Marvel come out, sci-fi has been filled with great female leads. Let's get another one in there. So my Samus is going to be played by Anya Taylor-Joy, all right, who you've seen featured in Glass recently, and you've been seen featured in Split before that, and other things, all right? Yes. So at my beginning, Samus is shown taking uh, down a criminal in a massive like intergalactic bar, all right? It's like a big pub fight where she's shooting everyone and comes out winning at the end of the day, all right? Meanwhile... Space Pirates, led by Ridley, who's like this giant dragon creature, alright, voiced by Mark Hamill, alright, who's like the most villainous voice on the planet, alright, and Craig, who's like this massive comic release dinosaur, voiced by Terry Crews. They attack. They attack. They attack the Galactic Federation to steal these parasitic life forms called Odds, right? And what they do, they suck the life out of people, right? But they're going to experiment on them. So when they plant one on a planet, it sucks the life out of that entire planet and destroys it. So what they're doing, they're using them as biological weapons, and they're saying we're going to put one of these in your planet if you don't pay us a shit ton of money, all right? So right. a Galactic. I don't really, I'm sorry, criticise <laughs> you so quickly, right? But this has nothing to do with Metroid. You've just took some. Which got a lot of money. and made your own story. No, I've not. This is the story of the first game. I've basically interpreted. So you so, stole the story. You've really no pitched in it. And this excuse is like, me. This is like the other week when you pitched it. Right. Zombieland. So the, the Galactic. <laughs> so the chief of the Galactic <laughs> Army, played by Kevin Bacon. All right. 
reaches out to Samus because she's a bounty hunter now, but she used to be an officer, right, from the Galactic Federation, and most importantly, the main villain, uh, what was his name again? Ridley, all right, killed Samus's family and older people on her home planet when she's young, right? So she's terrified of him, man, absolutely shit scared of him, doesn't really want to do it, but knows that she has to because it's her job and she's getting paid a shit ton of money for it. So the entire movie is basically her breaking into the space pirate's giant ship, taking it down, taking out people one by one, taking down Terry Crews, taking down anyone else she comes across, all right? And eventually she gets to the person she's scared of most, Ridley, voiced by Mark Hamill, all right? And she has to destroy him and she conquers our fear. And that's what it's about because we don't see people in these movies get scared anymore. Everyone's too much of a badass. I want her to be fucking petrified of him, but she has to overcome that and do it in the end. My director, might you ask? No. I've been seeing it. Let's get it. <laughs> don't kill I'll do it off as we will. I'm going to get it. <laughs> Michelle McLaren, all right, she's directed a ton of episodes of Game of Thrones. We know that she can do all the action stuff. We know she can do drama because she directed episodes of Breaking Bad. She's done hundreds of television. About time she got a movie. Uh, I believe it's uh, Robot Ninja Viking. No, Cowboy Ninja Viking is the thing she might be directing next. But that project's been put on hold. So I want to give her Metroid. I want to see what she can do. Are you doing a job in the future? Well done, Charlie. Well done. I'd like to point out that uh, nobody can listening can actually see this. Eddie sat scrolling through his phone the whole time. But you lost me after five minutes. <laughs> you couldn't say Samus right? No, it's annoying, no, man. I'm no, I'm no I grasp. <laughs> right, Ross. Right, well, as soon as Batman doesn't count, I've had to come up with one on this one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Super Mario Bros. Uh, <laughs> right, do you like Skyrim? Oh, 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 here we go. Oh, no. Skyrim is my favourite game of all time. There we fucking go. Right. Now, unlike... I'm not even any names here, but, you know, I'm not going to go on about female representation or male representation. There's no leads. There's no colours. There's no nothing. I don't see colour and gender. Ah, that's that's great. Truffles is just pure sexist. I I didn't notice until we walked in the same bathroom with me that it was a guy. (laughs) Right, so mine's is going to be on Skyrim, and it's going to be the, the missions... The Dragonborn against the Blades. Right. So, for anybody that's played Skyrim, all four of uh, it's a case of. I'm coming up with this on the spot here, by the way. I put my thought on it in Pulp Fiction before I realised that was a <laughs> <laughs> Shh, <Right>. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I think he ruined the surprise. I think I'm allowed to do it once it's been pulped. Right, aye, so basically, the Blades are a group of bounty hunters. They go out and kill dragons. Dragonborn comes back, he gets trained by the Greybeards. These are like the Jedi Council. And it's something the Star Wars prequels never done. They never asked why Anakin became Darth Vader, how he became Darth Vader, why does he not like sand? Why is it cold? (laughs) So this is going to go into that. It's going to go into the the fact that he's pulled both ways. The fact that... It's an hour rating if he's getting pulled both ways. But uh, (laughs) the blades pull him one way where he's gone out looking for trouble. When he's gone out abusing his powers, when he's gone out, although he is killing dragons before they can harm anyone, he has gone looking for trouble. And then you'll have the people. That's how I play Skyrim, I'm a bad bastard in Skyrim. And then you get the graveyards telling them that the way of the voice, if someone is in trouble, you should help them. But you shouldn't go looking for trouble. (laughs) You should grow your powers so you can only use them when you need to. And it's the final scene. I don't know a director, but we'll have a big scene. Somebody for Game of Thrones. Whoever he picked. It will be. On the mountaintop with Parthenax the dragon, the leader of the... He'll be voiced by... Why rap that, you? He's <laughs> in the fucking hell. I'm trying to concentrate. See a fun fact, just interrupted. Do you know Alduin, the dragon, yes. is voiced by the guy who voices Mario? 
Parthenax. Well, Parthenax, and I don't know where this is coming from, but Parthenax will be voiced by Mark Camel, who is the most evil voice ever. Genius, by the what you Someone else should have thought of that. I really should have thought of that. <laughs> a dragon voice by Mark Hamill, that really is a, an original yeah. idea here. And it'll be on the top of the mountain where he has to choose. Is he going to try to destroy the dragon and fight the Greybeards? Or is he going to stone up to the blades and have to fight them? Because they're not going to leave that mountain top with Parthenax still alive. What does he do? How did the game find out? So it's not Par a game, but you can Parthenax do this. was a dragon back in the Dragon Age who worked for Alduin, who's the big bad. Right. In the actual game, but he's not in the game. He's in, he's in the sequel. We're gone. Franchise here, David. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four films to pitch here. Sit tight. Wow. Uh, but he's turned against them and he's taught humans how to use the dragon voice. Okay. So he teaches them how you, he helps Dragonborn. Right. But then he has to decide do I stay with the blades and kill Parthenax because he might turn again? Okay. Or do I accept the fact that Parthenax is good now and I have to turn on the blades? Which is one thing that annoyed me about Skyrim, you never got the opportunity to kill um, the blades. That was annoying, eh? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I quickly forgot about it because I had much else to do. I like that idea. Thank you. Uh, you, you know, do you know why you can tell Truffles thought it was good? He is sitting there fucking raging. raging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that he's still my director, my fucking voice actor. That was a scream in a throat, by the way. That hurt my tongue when landed. I took one right in the teeth. Very good, eh? I like that. You're the only reason he's raging. Because the last time I came on this, I came up with something in the spot and I beat him. Ah, well, okay. I came up with something that got called all oh, Ripper's ripping off Zombieland. It was Zombieland! <laughs> no, it was never. Babe, you're I love telling you your stuff's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was rubbish, I liked Zombieland. Babe, you gambled our backstage. Do you know why it's good for Zombieland? You're so competitive. I'm not competitive. So competitive. Oh, I'm on a wrestling podcast with you. I know you're competitive. I can kill you. I carried you for six months. Aye, very good. Is boiling in here, isn't it, mate? Hey, can we get. We're going to walk. Wait, we're going to break this Stop yourself, please. Continue yourself. Look. Right. Please take the floor. So, if he's ever played a game called Borderlands. Yes. Uh, is that what I thought? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it up. Oh! <laughs> Somebody's hearing Michaela's stuff. Kieran, if you're listening, Borderlands 2, mate. Love you. Fucking <laughs> off. Right, so Borderlands 2. Basically, you don't play Borderlands. Play it. <laughs> Podcast. Basically, it's like a nuclear wasteland, right? Thousands of years in the future. And there's a guy, and he's called a vault hunter, right? So these vaults are basically like treasure. So, like, pirates are buried treasure, like, years ago. But then again, it's like vaults, right? So, there's stuff in these vaults. The main guy's a vault hunter, and he's like one of the only ones. And he's played by Chris Pratt. <laughs> so, he's been hired by this guy called Handsome Jack. Sorry. I love Handsome Jack. And uh, he's like, you need to go in this vault and get my stuff for me. Get it. Right, he gets him in there and it's like frozen. He ends up killing him because he's like, nah, because he's going to steal it for his own. Kill, he thinks he kills him, turns out he didn't. He wakes up, right? He wakes up with this communication de device. It's a thing called a guardian angel and it's telling him, you need to go to this place sanctuary, right? This was Jack is. That's where Jack is, right? So he goes to Sanctuary and they're like, can I get in? Fucking It's like happy Saturday night, I'm just going through it. <laughs> so the need to, it's like, you can only get in if you get my guy back, like the leader of a rebellion, essentially. And funnily enough, the guy was actually going to play Terry Cole. He was going to be played by Terry Crews, but he's now played by Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah! It's even worse! What's the hang about Terry Crews? 
Nicky doesn't like Dave Chappelle. But he likes Dave Chappelle. Oh, I resent Oh, sorry, I thought this was Luke's pick. Oh. I hate it, mate. I fucking hate it. Oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, right, okay. Ah, right. ah, take that back. It's a lot of There's nothing funny about it at all. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Nicky, you took the words right to it, man. I love it. I like that. Well, that's good, then. Proceed. So he goes in. There's no Dave Chappelle yet, but he's like, oh, that's the leader, right? And he says, oh, it's been taken by this woman, played by Jennifer Aniston. Right? And she's got these powers. No, she's got them. So he goes up to her, batters her. <laughs> <laughs> Full on, none of this controversial woman's right thing. Where is this controversial? It's very controversial. <laughs> equal rights, yeah. equal fights. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tom do, she doesn't have them. She just wanted to batter them. We'll fight each other. And she's like, oh, these, ba- these bandits have got them. So she comes with him, collects Dave Chappelle and Terry Crews. Comes back, right? They go to Sanctuary, he's like, go on, go in. And they're like, oh, why do you want to battle this Jack guy? He's like, oh, he left me for dead. Right? So like right sound, what does he want? So he wants in the vault, but every vault has a vault key. Right? And the vault key tells you where it is and how to get in. So like I think there's a vault key going off in a train. Not like a Johnson train or Paisley like Gilmore train, <laughs> train, not like big freight big train, train, right? And if you ever seen Rogue One, like Star Wars, oh, like this big train shut up. Big train bit. And it's like they try and derail it and have a fight on the base like that, but they derail it. Turns out there's no vault key on it that they know of. There's a big cyborg on it. Right, and they bought the cyborg and it's got a battery on it and the guardian angel goes like that oh this battery could probably defend us against jack and everyone else so you take the battery put it in its actually so then you start to figure out a plan turns out guardian angels are working for jack the full time oh. twist i want you all to go oh, oh there we go. fucking hell i was prepared i love handsome jack uh, I, I actually knew that handsome jack. Jack. handsome jack actually played by jared leto I was going to ask that because uh, Handsome Jack is one of my favourite characters of all time. Did you just message him before this? Who, what actors do you like and dislike? She bought one. She did. She bought one. She did. I was like, very limited. Can't there was the gas mask on the cover? He's just a guy. Handsome Jack's got like dark hair. He's great. Yeah, I'm opening the vault, turns out it's a big fucking monster inside. There's no treasure at all. This thing comes out and starts battling them. Right? So basically they batter the monster, kill Jack, right, and they go in and there's another vault key. And then they open that vault key and it's like ah, there's hundreds of vaults. Uh, Cuts the black. Why are you shaking your head at? I'm amazed by the pitch. It's a lot of keys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not that just borderline, but Aye, aye. It's the hardest one to try get a story out there. But at least was this guy who's going to the guy then? Kinda. 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 If I could make my case for a second, no. he stole the my director and <laughs> I turned out of my voice. And his has more twists. Have one twist? It's more about the pitch, but. The greybeard leader is played by Danny DeVito. 
and filled I think theirs has too much in it. Mine's is simple. Mine's yours went on for the longest. Yeah, but that Mine's was the set up, and then most of my movie is her fighting folk in this giant ship. Truffles, I don't know, but it's simple. I'm afraid. I bought the key one with a wee bit less keys. It's not a problem. Look at two keys. Did you take one out? If you want keys, check that toilet. So as we can all hear then, Truffles is a brilliant loser who takes defeat really well. <laughs> it's a fucking bullshit that I lost that round. <laughs> so we'll be moving on to the last pitch, which will be Ed Downey versus John Sneddon versus Rachel Campbell, and they'll be pitching a movie directed by the Wachowskis and starring Jack Nicholson. No, no get my violin out here, right, but I, I, I left uni about an hour and a half ago <laughs> in my dissertation. In the walk to the car, read about <laughs> the Wachowskis and how they're now the Wachowski sisters directed. So this is this is not a Conor McCann level of free ball, but I'm definitely going definitely after the shift here, right? You're just lucky that Conor McCann's here. <laughs> I say that every day, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he please. On you, Ryan. Oh, all right. So, in the room, it's a post. Is, What's your favourite Wachowski film after that? The Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> fucking geek. Is there what, another what, what, one? The Matrix. The Matrix and what else? The two right answers. You can't try and get. The two right answers here. are either Jupiter Ascending <laughs> or Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Both after that, best two films. So there's this thing in Hollywood that happens all the time that good actors, when they get old, start doing absolute shit. You take Aye. Robert De Niro going for. Whatever he's done to be in, <laughs> to be in and meet the Falkers, like you get the Falkers. I can't say much. I like Falkers. So the old actors get to this point where they think I've had I've had my my Oscars. I'm now just going to make as much money as I can before I die. Jack Nicholson hasn't really. Done uh, that yet? It was in was that film done with Buddy Adam Sandler? It was rubbish. So he needs to get to the point in his career where he thinks, "Fuck it, I'm old, I'm class, I'm a big name that everybody wants." Now, the Wachowskis should understand that their biggest success isn't the Matrix films. What a shite, overrated. Their best film is by far Speed Racer. What does Speed Racer need? More motors. A sequel <laughs> <laughs> with Jack Nicholson playing the voice of Racer X. <laughs> I have no idea. So see the Joker in the original Batman. The guy from no, the show. The guy from the show. But there's only one Joker. See the show. R.I.P. Big Man. The guy that does the show. Alright, thanks, Rachel. Yeah. The party as well. He's on that. So, so, right. I'm not sure if it's a reboot or a sequel, but we're going to. Speed Racer never get its fair shot of the whip. Speed Racer was done before it was started, and it shouldn't have. You know, Speed Racer grossed forty-two million dollars in the U.S. in two thousand and eight. <laughs> that is marketing. See, 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 see,
Jack Nicholson being racer X. This is fit. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> I just need Jack Nicholson. I love the photo. Just need Jack Nicholson being racer X. This is fit. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's good. That's just the Jack Nicholson being racer X. That's just fit. This is wild. Right, that's good. That's a good idea. 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 What's your pick? Speed Racer 2. Speed Racer 2. Okay, so mine's is. Okay, so we're thinking. What's the title of the match? Oh, yes. Yeah, don't try to see my thing. Here, you lost. Mine's is great. Oh, get it. Teeth again. Movie's called Cheers Vendetta. Right. It's called Cheese oh, no, for Vendetta. Cheese Vendetta, sorry. Cheese Vendetta? Why, why have you missed out the E for the last I was in a rush, McCann, right? At least I mean notes. Which means you couldn't spell cheese. Yep, cover's in a lot of enemies here. Like, he's gonna want the kill. You need to spell Just continue it for a while. So, we know that Jack played like the Joker and like the Jack from like the Shine, blah 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 blah. Yeah. So, I'm thinking about the Wax. That's, is it the Wax case? Which house case? The Chess case, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. How about a bar? So, that's just like for a bee vendetta, so that's what it's called, cheese vendetta. Right. So, it's about cheese. So, that's about. A guy that moves from the US, eh? Mm-hmm. To the UK, and he's a bit weird, like, he's just not right. Right. So, think about like, I just a guy that kind of. Is a bit mental <laughs> and she so, cheese on toast. <laughs> 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 so he's moved and he's a wee brush driver and he's just working, just wants right. cheese and toast. Uh-huh. So he's going back and forth to the supermarket. It's like, why is, why is there no cheese? Like, what's what's going on? Like, no dairy, no like cheddar, no nothing, right? So then. So he starts a wee campaign. Outside the shop by himself, I'll be saying like, fuck this, like, why is there no cheese? Fuck this, fuck this. I'll be saying, fuck this. Chuck cheese, fuck this. No cheese, everything's ending, just going off his nut, like, because there's no cheese, there's just no cheese anywhere. Oh, because he's off, he's not anywhere. He's already off, he's already off, he's not. Like, I thought there was no cheese, this is just driving him off. So now people are like, oh my god, there's no cheese anywhere. Like, we actually Wait, did Nadine know this before him? Everyone's just keeping quiet. Just going about their business. Yeah, everyone's like, 
Can I ask? Well, let me put cheese We've got in. enough cheese, just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> he just started, he was like, look, there's no, no fuck cheese. This. And I fuck that. <laughs> so everyone's going on, there's no cheese, and it's getting bigger and bigger. So it's like this huge big political debate, there's no cheese. And then he's like, got us girl to like, fall in love with him, and like, <laughs> they're now like starting a campaign about there's no cheese. Wait, and so, she loves so, she loves cheese as well. Yeah, so she loves cheese, and she likes right. having that she loves cheese. It's tying in with the cow story. So everyone's getting angrier and angrier, and he's kind of like starting to freak out in his own wee worlds because he's like, no right. And everyone's like, right, we need to like actually do something about this now. Like, we need to do this. We had to be mental breakdown. He's like, right, drop. Fuck it, let's just go for it. Like, let's get the cheese back. So they're all at Parliament with their, like, thinking, like, you know that move, and it's like, Parts and they all have the masks. Uh, they will get cheese. They're even the masks. They're all just standing out Parliament having this big thing with cheese masks, and then it's just like the movie ends of people with guns to their face and that. But there is cheese all along. Like, Who's that? Cheese. Jack Nichols. <laughs> so, uh, all work and no cheese, Mr. Like Jack at all points. So what? So is uh, how, how, how many? Does he, drive, does he drive the bus? Does he at any point drive the bus and I loop the loop for racing all the buses? <laughs> well, he's just, like, just a normal day-to-day bus driver Actually, that just wants some cheese. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So how, ma- how many folk has he managed to come out into this idea that there's no cheese by there? A lot, they're in Parliament. It was a UK issue at Parliament. Not UK-wide. It was in the US? Yeah. <laughs> in oh. America? Yeah, it's actually Oh, it's actually Congress. No, but it's just the UK and they had no cheese. Did I ask? There's better suggestions, a better name for that. Cheese for Vendetta. Brie for Vendetta. That was good, yeah, but... I was going to just say, keys the cheese. That would be one thing all there. It's brief for Vendetta. It's a water. Nice. I think it's good. Please. Cheese it. 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 Cheese Oh. 2050. <laughs> 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 The, the new cinema, like, 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 aye, sort of like Harry Potter, and uh, the one of the, he takes a he takes a shine to a bit of to one ah, of the. Ah, yeah, 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 he said it. The one I got. He said it. To one of the posters, which it's a it's a female. Who is it? Oh, with with my um, Angelina Jolie. But is she, it the, the racer X? Two racer, two fuse. So he. Starts chatting to this this poster all the time, um, and so the poster knows it's a poster. Poster knows it's a poster. It advertises the films, but it also yeah. can communicate with the public. Right, like, so it's its own thing. Should we say like, oh, when's it on? The more at half six. <laughs> <laughs> he, he chats it up. He's in doing his usual shift, shift six to nine, 
Did you? What's the fucking skin? Why did you have to be like 6'2'9? Daddy fucked up! 12'9! 6'9? What's it, 16? You'll stop on that short shot! Hey, on you go! So, as, if, as the film goes on, he keeps talking to this poster and then eventually he, he falls in love with the poster. And the poster then gets him to start. Kidnapping people. I thought that was going to happen. He goes a wee bit do lally and starts kidnapping people, killing them, and then once the like he's hid all these like twelve bodies or something, let's say, and uh, eventually he kind of realizes that this poster isn't real. Well, it is real, but it's not. It's not. It's not nice. Yeah, oh, it's a poster. It's a bad poster. Oh, 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 it's a bad Yeah. <laughs> Destroy the poster. Right. He's then arrested for the twelve murders, and oh, is he? no one and he no one believes the fact that this poster was telling him. Because you already destroyed it. Oh. I'm actually then, quite impressed. I thought you were that. That was actually really good. Thank you. Now, this is unfortunate because I'm going to crash in here. Stead has asked me not to let him win because he's not got a pulp fiction. <laughs> yeah. You're lying. I would not let him win. Absolutely not. I'll let him win. 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 I'll let Speed Racer was fucking great, you're an idiot, yeah. I'm getting him. She didn't have any speed nerves. <laughs> <laughs> the bus was slow! <laughs> oh, is that why you start asking about the bus? Because it should be going fast. Wait, what? Like, gotta go fast, like speed racer. I thought you were just being sarky. Rachel won it somehow, go a speed racer reboot with Jack Nicholson. So, Rachel's cheese pitch goes through to the final. So in this next part we're going to have a bit of technical difficulties and I think you'll be able to hear in my voice that I'm pretty much fuming about it. <laughs> so first of all we'll be doing our top 10 films list which you'll also be able to find in the first 10 films blog. Then, collated, if that's the right word, a wee list of it. Sorry, mate. <laughs> we're doing like, the top, top 10 list so it's like an average one of all the ones that people put together. Why is everyone trying to put me off? Man? <laughs> it's fun. Um, Right, so we're just going to get right fucking into it, Mickey, it, it, it feels like we've had a bit of a, an issue with oh, the recording. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm slightly fuming. <laughs> uh, number 10, Whiplash. Number 9, Life of Brian. 
Number eight, and you hope that he's not shocked at that. What? Number seven, a Godfather. Six, Toy Story. Five, Empire Strikes Back. Four, Pulp Fiction. Three, Trainspot. And two, Inglourious Passes. And number one, The Dark Knight. I'm happy with the list. Mm. I think it's I'm a good delighted. list. I'm delighted. I do think I'm it's no, a good list. I'm not, but I can't be asked saying why again. Why, why are you not happy? <laughs> I'm happy. Right, I, I hate Star Wars enough to do that. Listen, Harry Potter's You look at the average age <laughs> of like the people who put together the list, right? And obviously, The Dark Knight's going to be number one because that was like the movie that came out at like the right time for like everyone who put the. Wrong. Movie I disagree. Together. Why? Gonna be honest. I don't think the Dark Knight's the best movie ever. Does Star Wars have a world? Uh-huh. Like, um, at the theme party here. Yes, they've just yeah, made it. Open. Yeah, it opens. It was six months too late, boom, got you. <laughs> 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 it opens and all goes away. Who said you on? Can I ask you something? My mum's just back for Disneyland with her wee cousin, and she showed me all the videos for the Star Wars section of the Paris theme park. And I thought it was just party about the ego. Absolutely. I think I'm ready to say it. There's going to be a blog published. Yes, I'll be... Going from the Truff Talks movies <laughs> blog to the first time films blog, we're transforming it into that. Um, so that'll well, be the top. Don't want to be related to Truff reviews. It's first time films start, Aye, starting that, the any other podcast coming up. No. Is po- yes, the and also so, so any other podcast. Also, before we move into the final section of this, uh, we've got full time football. will be coming out with the three gentlemen to my left Ooh. over here. Connor McCann, Edward Downey, Jordan Snedden, yes. and Nathan Connor and Ross Field will be on that show. Long time listener, first time call. Yes. <laughs> Talking all things Scottish football and Jack, you're hosting. Uh, first. I, 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 I would resent that a wee bit. But, but you know what? All will be explained tomorrow when I'm sure we'll have hunters and hunters of listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time Thrones, hosted by Jack Higgins. Who else you got in the show? Uh, it'll be a panel of me, Truffles yourself. We'll also be joined by Connor Sweeney, uh, Joe Thomas and Christopher Ferguson. Connor Sweeney? Connor a regular panelist in a podcast. You're joking, I've never, this is brand new information for me. Right Trips, here we go. It's time for the grand finale. It was supposed to be Rachel Campbell against Luke McLaughlin against Rob Jane, but due to time restraints and the previously mentioned technical difficulties, Rob had to leave. And also, you'll now hear in the next part that not everything really goes to plan. This is the final round. Pictures equal to Bolt Fiction. Luke versus Rachel. Oh, oh. I'm not going to lie to you, I don't think Pulp Fiction should get a sequel. What? It's perfect the way it is, so I nominate Brother V Sister. Oh, look, I totally agree with you. Perfect standalone film should never have a sequel, which is why I say my pitch could be So, my pitch, my cast, we have two big guards in the bank. We have... Big physically, big in stature, big in reputation. Ed, this isn't the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Always the thing. Big in wolf. And then we have Butch <laughs> from the last movie um, as the boxer and he as a trainer of an army boxer in downtown Brooklyn. And then we have three hookers, and that's our main... Three cookers? <laughs> cookers. <laughs> 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 yeah, three hookers, which is our main characters. So the two security guards make this big plan, they're like, oh, we have anything you need to know to get in any vault, let's just take everything. So they make a big plan to rob the bank. However, um, Butch and his boxer 
Also thank Bitch all the bitches. <laughs> 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 so bitches friends and funny the security guards kinda threw like word to mouth and everything like that. So at the same time they're thinking, let's get them to make us rob this bank. No, get them to rob the bank for us. Right. Right. And then Yeah, so they do that. So the night that they go to go and rob the bank, the first security guard is stolen by So during a small part to Luke McLaughlin bottling it and throwing the towel in, <laughs> Rachel Campbell wins the first pitch battle. Congratulations to Rachel. Next up will be our next proper show we'll be doing Get Out, so make sure you listen to that because it will be absolutely brilliant, obviously, as always. So thanks very much, have a nice day or whatever.